guys and welcome to a very special shadow legends assemble podcast uh we're not doing one we're not doing two we are doing three podcasts all in one just for you guys uh, and we're also celebrating our one year anniversary as a podcast uh thinking back of all the things that we've done of the podcast like with the people that we've had um and it's just been a really awesome ride i just really want to thank you for everyone that supported me over the last 12 months uh it's been fantastic so i've got as many people as i can muster that to celebrate with us today and uh and we're going to start off with the first hour with uh introducing at uh, zuzu game time how are you doing zuzu thank you so very much for being here today i am amazing thank you for having me it's all good man how have you been man you you're always busy with work uh, how, how have things been i mean you've been enjoying raid a lot this week been great i've uh, just finished getting my yoshi been working nice. on him um enjoying yeah enjoying the game as always that's awesome man. Well, thanks again for being here mate uh, we've got lots of topics to get through today uh but also with us we've got mtg jedi how are you doing my man always great to be here saf it's my favorite place to be i'm doing very well thank you so much just messing around with some sweet robar strategies Ooh, nice. I see you posted quite a few uh, videos on the YouTube of late. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about a few of them in detail in a little bit. But, I mean, pick one that you, you kind of worked rather hard on, rather pleased of. I think you posted one the other day uh, about a certain character. Um, is, that, is that the Robar one? I've, yeah, it, I've might, it might have been it. That might have been it, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've posted a lot of videos. I've been trying to do some daily uploads and uh, the Robar one that I just posted this week is really fun. It's super fun. Um, it, it's a spoiler, but you know, Astralon kind of an all-star in that video as well. So if you're looking for how you should use your Astralon or if you have Robar, I mean, it's just a fun video in general. That's nice, man. Yeah, I've seen you posted quite a few. So GG on the content, man. Keep it up. And uh, yeah, thanks again for being here, buddy. Um, and uh, Ivy Lee, welcome again. Had a week off last week, but back again with a vengeance. How have you been? Doing well. Um, um, thanks to the Champion Chase Tournament finally posting, I grabbed my Lydia. So that's quite exciting. Ooh, Be working nice. on her soon. Um, nice. Congrats. I, I waited yeah, two awesome weeks chat. for that. I was proud of my patience. Two weeks, I yeah, I, I yeah, I couldn't wait two weeks to get a Lydia. Um, <laughs> no patience for me, but fair play. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, Lydia's a game changer, really, for for Doomtown in a lot of areas. So so well done and congrats. And um, last but not least, um, welcoming back Smiley for the second week running. How you doing, Smiley? Thanks for being here, man. How you been? Great, man. Great. Just to, just another honor to be here again. I'm just really happy and excited to talk about everything. No, it's great. I mean, it was it was awesome to have you on uh, last time, and uh, always good fun. And mate, such that that soothing voice, mate. It's like Kizzle. It's like Kizzle twenty years ago. For those that know Kizzle, it's literally it's great. It's awesome. But thanks again for being here, man. Um, I, I kind of want to start things off by sort of reminiscing a little bit to everyone's sort of like first um thoughts and 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 sort of memories of like raid activities that we've done previously so uh we've we've had quite a few in like the affinity cup and the chicken contest i mean um ivy lee do you remember like your first memory of watching any of those cups or competitions or anything like that and if so what were they yeah i think the affinity cup was the first time i kind of met i guess jay Giggs was one um uh, there was there's quite a few like that I didn't hear of before that so that really and I think you actually to be fair that might have been the first time I watched you right. um, being more involved in the community yeah and um, I think the cold brew getting cold brewed becoming a verb um, that that's a big memory that was pretty funny 
That I, was that one, right? That was awesome. Like, like that literally, was I thought yeah. my pools were bad. Um, but that yeah, was that was funny. That was my first interaction with the community, really. And that was Murder Inc.'s first interaction with the community as well. Um, but yeah, everyone took away from that Affinity Cup the cold brood. Like, getting really bad pools and getting cold brood. That was great. I mean, did everyone else here watch that, that cold brood or the Affinity Cup at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I... It's TV. Sorry, say that again. It was great TV. It's just like super enjoyable to watch that stuff. You know, yeah. I think we we haven't had something like that in a while. Right. And I think it just needs to be a quarterly regular thing in the game. Yeah. It, it makes great stuff for streaming, for YouTube videos. It really draws viewers in. And uh, I want in. I want in. Let's go. Let's let's Me figure too. something out. <laughs> yeah. I'm with, I'm with MTG on that one. I mean, Zeus, you've been around for a long time as well. I mean, you were around when the whole Affinity Cup hat was going on. And uh, what was your kind of experience uh, watching the Affinity Cup? It was, it was kind of crazy being involved with. What was, what was it from your point of view, man? I think um, my favorite part was watching the pain on the faces of the, the content creators as they were pulling their shards in some cases. Um, just watching the anguish as bad champion after bad champion will come out no i'm just kidding i'm, I'm just trolling <laughs> um <laughs> no but it, it was it was just um it was really one of the main first experiences that we had as a community to see what content creators could actually do from the bottom up mm -hmm. like from start to finish you know that kind of situation where they took a took a, you know, an account and actually got to watch it progress um you know in general against each other and kind of see competing and stuff like that it was our first experience to really to see that all happen from start to finish and that's really what i think kind of made the like all this kind of stuff that's transpired in the future kind of made it all you know all happen yeah. and um i really i just really enjoyed seeing it all kind of progress from that point on and and how you guys actually pulled it all off and and i was really looking forward every week i was always looking forward to the updates and and to seeing what you guys had had done with your accounts and everything it was just yeah. it was just really something that was exciting to watch uh, thanks again for the massive raid from Chosen. I hope you're all doing well. Lots of people in the chat. Hope yeah, hope you're all doing great. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be seeing Chosen uh, and a few other content creators in a little bit. Um, so for those that don't know about the Affinity Cup, it was literally uh, two teams, Team Dragon and Team Spider. Like We all had different affinities and uh, we just like went up against each other um, head, to, head to head against our own affinities. And one of my earliest memories of the Affinity Cup was was Kizzle and Stu. Like, that was the first time that I, I witnessed them two as like a, a double act, almost. And and that it was just so intriguing. I, I could not watch their shard pulls. Like, their shard pulls have, was just so amazing. Uh, the, the mind games was so entertaining. Uh, the back and forth, it, 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 it should have lasted half an hour. I think it went off for like two and a half hours. And I'm doing like a running commentary on my Twitch stream, and I, it was just hilarious to watch, and um, I, I'll never forget that. But on, honestly, the MVP for me for the Affinity Cup was was Jay Giggs. Um, it, it was that Affinity Cup was the first for a lot of content creators, and Jay Giggs just, I, you you know me, I I, I talk the talk, I, I I pump up the 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 testosterone a little bit, and I just go ham and try and win and do my best, right? But Jay Giggs, like like Manable for the chicken contest, he he took it on his chin, <clears throat> and he just outperformed everyone every single week, like without really breaking a sweat. Like I I I was trying my best, like, I made it close, but 
Jake Giggs really made a name for himself during the Affinity Cup, and uh, that was that was absolutely uh, it's just really good fun and uh, some really good interactions. And yeah, they need to do another one, right? I mean, sure, there's loads of people would love to be involved in another Affinity Cup, surely. Um, but it turns out, I think Hell Hades literally did the first one. So unless another content creator is going to step up and do it, I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm sure all of you guys would take part in a in an Affinity Cup or something, right? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, for sure. Like, especially like you said, that stew, uh, the Kizzle video, that was so funny, man. I couldn't stop laughing watching the Kizzle uh, just pers uh, push push Stu into pulling more packs and whatnot. It was really, really funny. I, I missed the Boomer raid. I'm so sorry, Boomer. My bad. I, I don't look at chat on the podcast. I'm so sorry, mate. But um, yeah, it, it would be awesome to, to have on. Um, did any of you guys remember the chicken contest much at all? Because I, I tried to block out that in my memory, you know, <laughs> you know, for obvious reasons. We ha we all remember Manable, right? Like shot glasses of of the hottest um, hot sauce in the world, or whatever. Yeah, it was insane. insane. Well, he said that. I I don't think, it, but hey, it, it was a valiant effort. I'm I'm just a salty, bitter loser. Just like just, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I really tried. I mean, we were talking before the podcast when I really tried to push Manable to the edge, but um, he just went one step further. I tried to make him tap, and he just decided to do a shot of this source for no reason whatsoever and um yeah I, I was so mate that moment i'll never forget it unfortunately um I, ivy do you remember that did you watch that was you watching around at the time i was watching I, I i wish i could i don't remember who won what competitions that part's blurry it's more like the funny moments kind of stick in your brain more <laughs> yeah I, I think scratch got uh, the win against Stu in the final um and gotcha. so scratch really made a name for himself as well there i mean but but yeah that was really cool i think hades I actually, lost against bge as well that was pretty cool i actually so, did play along too me and my husband did um chicken wings eating as well with, with you guys i think it was with hell hades um i i think was it Hell Hades and Deadwood? Was that that one, or was that, am I thinking of something else? Yeah, yeah. That I think I ate when Hell Hades had to eat, and then he ate when Deadwood had to eat. So we like literally played along. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, it was just really interesting. I, I mean, Smiley. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what your lucky of hot sauce is, but it, I mean, if that was to come around again, that'd be yeah. It's just kind of it is good fun, but yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend getting extract sauces. Right. It's just not the way yeah. to go. I love spicy food, but that's that's not really my thing. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> it's not my thing either. Jalapenos is my limit, really. Um, but chat said go big, so I just went big. It was it was a big mistake, really. Um, but it is what it is. Um, uh, so yeah, we've got lots of things that lots of things are happening within raid this week, especially. Um, strangely enough, we got announced that there's going to be a new champion uh, on the fusion on the thirteenth. Um, and let me just grab his name, uh, Underpriest Brogni, right? Um, so for those who don't know, we, we've been given his skill set, we've been given him what he looks like. Uh, so Deep Crystal Scourge uh, attacks one enemy, has a 45% chance of placing HP burn debuff for two turns. Uh, Cavern's Grasp attacks all enemies, has a 75% chance of removing one random buff from all enemies. Has a 75% chance of removing one random debuff from all allies, increases the value of shield buffs on all allies by 30% of the damage inflicted. Uh, Resilient Glow places a block debuffs of 50% increased attack on all allies for two turns. Also places a shield buff on all allies for two turns, equal to 30% of this champion's max HP. The shield buff cannot be removed. 
Um, and the last one, whenever an, uh, an ally under a shield buff is attacked, reflex 25% of the damage inflicted on the shield back to the attacker. Also heals the ally by 25% of the damage inflicted on the shield. Uh, if there are multiple champions in a team with a skill, only one will activate. Lots to take in there, um, but MTG Jedi, I mean, you've read the champ as well. You've seen the skill kit. Yeah. Um, uh, what are your first impressions, mate? It seems rather intriguing, right? I think this guy's going to be top tier. I right. think he reminds me of a warlord type of a character mm -hmm. and um, he he fits right in with the current like how do I win going second yeah. and that was one of the videos I did this week where I detailed like basically all of the different ways and champions to help you go second in the arena and he is the perfect fit for that right. he really is I think we need to find out, but it sounds like if you put him or someone else in a shield set, you have like a crazy combo there. I think he's going to be outstanding. I'm super pumped for him, and I think everybody should go for him, despite the fact that we're stacking these fusions next to each other. Yeah, it, it seems really strange, uh, though, Ivy, that like that we've been told about it kind of beforehand. I think you know this is the longest information that we've ever had, kind of in terms of a fusion and stuff. But I mean, it seems like it, I mean we've just got Yoshi going through at the moment, and now we've been announced another one. But I mean, he seems really good as well. But what are your thoughts on the new uh, announcement? Yeah, I'm glad it was at least not next week or like <laughs> kind right. of thing. Well, I guess he's still got to wait for Yoshi to finish. But um, I I kind of wish they'd give us a little more of a break in between i really i liked when they did the fragment catch-up because i didn't need to do that so i enjoyed not having something i had to do so dire it gave me a chance to actually catch up on farming chickens to be ready for the next big one yeah. or farming potions or farming whatever like i really liked the break that i had for a while to just kind of do whatever i wanted to do like farm silver yeah uh, yeah, it's obviously not every event is kind of like you need to do it. I, but I'm the same. I, I really find I'm skipping out some events now, just because I, I've got other things to do than than the events. I'm having to take a priority. Um, like so now, obviously Yoshi. I've got Yoshi's over now. I'm probably not going to be doing any Yoshi. I'm going to be focused on Minotaur or focusing out on, on other champs and get potions back for the next fusion, etc. Right. So yeah, priorities is important. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think a really strong champ. I mean, do you got any opinions on who you'd be using, for example? Or any ideas on how you'd be kitting him yet? Um, any opinions on the champ at all? Yeah, I think he's fantastic. He's, I mean, I think just as a general support for Faction Wars, that certainly doesn't hurt. Right. But he sounds like a lot of fun. I'm very curious. Um, what's the... Where is it? Yeah, the block debuffs and increase attack, kind of like Duchess. So that's like that's a good combination there. Yeah. Really great champ. I, I honestly don't know where I'd use him yet, but it's one of those things I'm sure I could figure out with Doom Tower getting him in there. <laughs> I, I'm sure with that shield, um, he can be used pretty much wherever you want to use him. I'm sure people use him in Arena. I'm sure people are going to use him in Clan Boss. I'm sure he's going to be used in so many different areas. Th that utility is kind of crazy. Uh, and Smiley, what do you think? The shield buff cannot be removed, man. Uh, I don't think we've had that before. That sounds interesting. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like It's kind of like what um, Ivy said. The A3 is really similar to Duchess, minus the Veil, but the similar protection uh, with the Reflection. So I really like that about him. Yep. And I think he's going to be huge for Doom Tower as well, because a lot of people, they don't have a block debuff to, you know, um, just to offset like the, the Torment, um, you know, the freezes and whatnot. And yep. I use my Duchess as my main for Doom Tower all the way. And a lot of people don't have a Duchess or a champion like that. So I think he's going to be huge there as well. 
Yeah, it's great. And, and Zuzu, uh, top off anything off of this character? He seems uh, really strong for a lot of areas, a lot of people, right? Often, offhand, just my first thought of something different that nobody else has said is, I wonder if they're going to program the shield buff mechanism of not being removed properly, or whether or not it's going to be just for the A3 shield, or if they're going to program it wrong to be all shields, because if they do that wrong, then they're going to have some issues with all shields not being able to be removed from the team. If you have shield like a shield gear champion on, yeah. So hopefully they do that right, where it doesn't bug and just make sure that all shields can't be removed. So hopefully they do this one right. Yeah, but well, they um, they did just have that shield bug, didn't they? They took the shields recently, but um, yeah. Yeah. They, so it, I'm just hoping they, they do this one right. That's all. That's all I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. Um, uh, just another thing that is kind of across my mind um when I was thinking of topics uh, the other day um back in the day like i don't know eight months ago 12 months ago um there was a big old meme of like raid maintenance legends right i, I don't know how long everyone's been playing for but raid maintenance legends was kind of the meme because of all the downtime like as soon as there was five minutes downtime people screamed for sacred shards as compensation and stuff like that right and it was just meme central but I, i'm just thinking back like we've really kind of surpassed those times now. I mean, as players for a long time, like maintenance isn't really a thing anymore. And the downtime is rather minimal at best. I mean, it's an improvement all round really, right? To go from the memes to where we are at the moment to anyone. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you don't notice because it's not happening. You notice it when it's happening and it's easy to complain about it. When once it stops happening, you kind of don't realize, oh wait, that's not happening anymore. Right. So I think people probably it's it's easy to complain and just and to uh, notice the bad, but maybe not appreciate the good. So that's definitely something they've improved, and I yeah they we owe them some credit there. Yeah, they've done really good. Um, and Jedi, I mean, yeah, it was like we've had numerous memes going on, but they seem to really. I think they said just before Christmas that they're working on the servers, and uh, whatever they did seems to have paid dividends. Seems to be working out for them. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um... I feel like there's always some connection issues when I'm trying to access the tournaments and events. Right. And sometimes those, you know, the icons will bug out a little bit in game. But other than that, it seemed pretty stable. Yeah. I did have the game actually freeze on me today while, I, you know, when I started streaming earlier. Yeah. But for the most part, the stability has been much improved, in my opinion. Much yeah. improved. Yeah, they've done really well. I mean, uh, Smiley, do you remember any of uh, any sort of issues that you've had previously? I mean, I can look back and, and think of the issues that I've had with Battle Pass and, and other things like that. But um, one of the things that sort of happened to you like way back when, but obviously it's not around anymore. Yeah, like compared to back then, it's a lot better now. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's much smoother now. So, yeah. Um, I mean, did, did anything, do you remember any issues at all that you had like uh, back in the day? um not that i can recall i just remember there was a lot of uh crashing issues like like you said the battle when the battle pass first came out there's a yeah. lot of issues like people getting banned and whatnot that was huge yeah and, hello uh, that was me yeah <laughs> i'm sorry to bring that up yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was painful man i mean yeah so they released it to everyone and we had all been waiting for this battle pass because it was on the roadmap like eight months beforehand and uh so we all knew it was coming and then it came 
And then whoever got it at a certain time all got banned and stuff. It was, and they had to literally freeze my account and reset my account back 24 hours or something. It was so I, I lost a lot. Of, it was it was a nightmare, man. But yeah, thank. But I, I just don't know. They they said Battle Pass Two is never going to happen by the looks of it. So that's a shame because um, it was really good when it worked. And they really need to do another one. Uh, Zuzi, do you have any problems with that Battle Pass or any other problems back in the day? I know clan boss keys were a massive thing, right? When when the game used to crash during the clan boss key and you lost your key, and they suddenly fixed that one. Yeah, no problems whatsoever. Uh, no ban. Uh, I enjoyed the battle pass very much. I miss it uh, yep. fondly all the time. Yep. Um, but yeah, I had no issues whatsoever. Um, really, like I'm one of the big fans of of bringing it back. I don't. I mean, I understand probably why they didn't because they don't feel like they made enough money on it. But um, yep. you know, it's just. You know, I really enjoyed it. I think it was one of the best things they did for the community as far as adding that part to the game. When they uh, did. Nice. Um, and, and so one of the things that uh, Polarium mentioned as well um, regarding sort of all the issues and that is about data mining. Um, and basically, it's like a bit of a big no-no now. They're like, they're, they're kind of like For those that don't know, we've had data mines uh, throughout the last oh, two years uh, since the raid has been about. And content creators have been talking about that sort of stuff. Um. Uh, Playroom are like sort of putting a, I don't know, not so putting a foot down. They're, they're gently asking content creators uh, to to either not talk about data mine or just mention that it's not real, whatever. But they're they're definitely not happy with the data mining. I mean, what's everyone's kind of thoughts on that? It, it, it's a bit of a sticky subject, but I mean, Playroom are showing that they're not happy with it now, right? I mean, Zuzu, any thoughts on that one, mate? I mean, it's kind of a given, right? I mean, they're accessing the game files and getting information that they're really, quote-unquote, not supposed to be able to get. So I understand. I think that they kind of maybe expected Playroom to just turn a blind eye because Playroom just turns a blind eye to a lot of things that most games don't, like with right. auto-clickers and stuff like that. They just let people do what they want to do. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, all that stuff most games don't allow you to do or don't want you to do. So I'm not really surprised by Playroom saying, hey, we don't want you to do that. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, that's kind of the way it is. You know, you just don't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how certain content creators are going to uh, feel for that, but I don't know. I mean, Smiley, any thoughts, mate? I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's going to happen. If it's like, if people have the information, do they have the right to sort of do videos about it or what? I mean, you know, it's their channel, right? But what do you think? It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I definitely understand it from their side of view. But like, one thing they could do is they could also just be ahead of that and to put out the information themselves and let us know what's going on ahead of time yes. yeah. I, I i think that has been said in the content creators as well like if they just told us um then we wouldn't have to leak it um right but it's just it's just transparency right i mean they're content creators for a reason so uh yeah exactly i don't yeah i don't really know what else to add to that i mean ivy league got anything else? i mean it's, it's yeah it's kind of a dark situation a bit of a dark patch but um yeah, hopefully it stops, mate. And hopefully Polarium actually tell us what's going on and, and what they've got planned, right? And they've done well. Yeah. yeah, I think the data mining stuff is hard because they don't want us to know what they're planning if they're still in the middle. Like, they could change it or they could, like, realize... Yeah, you know, they, could, they could realize something they're planning is a completely bad idea and rip it for the game. But everyone's going to be like, oh, what about that one thing we saw? You're not going to do that? Like, yeah. I think it, it kind of... It takes away from them being able to change things before they actually release it. So, of course, they don't want it out there. I mean... I think data mining's bad. I don't think we should be doing it. I don't think anyone should be doing it. Give them a chance to have a finished product before they mm. we find yeah. out anything. Yeah, I, I agree. But it would be nice, yeah. like you said, if they told us stuff, of course. But 
yeah. give us more notice on their plans would be great, but let them finish those plans first. Yeah, uh, a little bit of a give take, uh, a little bit of a fifth, yeah, a little bit of a give take, and I think would be fine. But it all seems a bit one way traffic at the moment, to be fair. Uh, so yeah, I can yeah. understand both parties for sure. Um, MTG, uh, just to sort of uh, break it down, we we do have a ten times event going on at the moment. Lots of people going mad for a certain one champion in particular. But if you wouldn't mind, just break down some of these epics that we've got going on here for the ten times, and uh, and yeah, obviously the skull crown in there as well. But yeah, just break down the epics for us. If don't mind uh yeah absolutely no problem so uh, we were talking actually today about skull crown on on my stream and um we basically kind of all agreed that she is the best epic nuker in the game mm -hmm. i mean i don't know what everyone else's thoughts are on that but i don't know that there's a lot of room for argument there you know well, it depends if you, you count seer as a nuker yeah, that was that was my point actually that I brought up. Mm. But Seer is a lot harder to use in your arena battles and set up and everything, whereas Skull Crown just slots right in. Yeah. So, you know, I think that you know, for if you're early or mid game, you don't have a good damage dealer. She is absolutely worth pulling for. I think all the rest of the epics are probably not worth pulling for, but if you get them, they're going to be decent. Yeah. Like, I do have a Sky Touch built on my account. I do have a Silar built on my account. All three of those are voids, but those are all have very interesting, good skill sets. Yep. I'm kind of confused about the whole Basilisk and Nazana thing. I've never heard a single person be, like, super excited for either one of those champions. Right. Maybe they're both, like, a little bit underrated. Yeah. Um, but, like... I don't know. I didn't even use Basilisk for the Lizardman's secret room. So what? why would, I don't know, why would you be building him? Uh, my son actually used Nizana on his early game account for a while because that shield she puts on herself with the ally protection is actually really a solid ability for um, getting through a lot of content. So if people were to pull her, she can actually be helpful. It's just you know, for long term, she's not going to be that outstanding of a champion. But, you know, everybody needs a Skull Crown on their account, probably. So nice yeah everyone should be going for the skull crown if they can um for sure um smiley uh same kind of question ever use a sky touch shaman uh, or a sailor um before we go on to the legendaries anything you want to add on the epics i mean just like uh mtg said the skull crown it kind of fits in right away mm -hmm. and she is she like she's my she's actually my favorite epic champion in the game yep. and uh yeah I, I use her all the time for campaign farming and just uh, i use her for nuking also but Skyta Shaman and Siler are also excellent, excellent champions that are worth pulling for if you are an endgame player. Because Skytouch is really, really good in uh, high tier arena against, the, or especially against Hajimons and Torment teams. Yep. Because that you know the block, the block buffs and the you know the clan's ability is just huge. And Siler is also really, really good for like Doom Tower. With the you know just throwing her stun set, she's viable for faction wars right away for Doom Tower, and she's just really, really, really good. But yeah, like MTG said, the Basilisk. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah but vastly i don't know i think i used him for faction wars um and yeah other than that i, I think he's just being kept 
around for whatever reason, I think. Um, but yeah, so I mean, um, Zuzu, uh, have you gone through any of these champions? Um, as we've gone through the epics now, uh, are there any champions other than uh, the prince himself who we'll talk about in a minute um, that you either have or that you've been working on or that you would really like for a certain team? Zuzu, hello. Sorry, Mike was muted like no, a noob. Oh, you know, I just started I just started doing this whole, you know, online stream and stuff, you know, so I'm kind of a new guy. I don't know how these mic things work. Um but uh but yeah, of the the legendaries that are listed there, I don't even have any of those. So um I would, you know, I would have loved to have pulled some of those. I did try, didn't get yeah. lucky with any of them. Um obviously, you know, Coronar is amazing as far as a control champion um, for the Void. But, I mean, like, what Void Legendary really of? I mean, a couple of them are bad, but, I mean, most of them are amazing. Ray is an amazing champion. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about Kaimar. It's a painful subject for me. Um, <laughs> um, my wife just pulled her third one last night. But, anyway. Oh, my um, gosh. But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, other than that, really, the I mean, Silar, obviously amazing, and, uh, and Skull Crown, amazing. But, I mean, yeah, I tried. I failed. That's pretty much it. Uh, nice man, and, and, and Ivy, uh, anything to add on all these champs except for Mr. Prince Kaimar? No, that's the one I wanted, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have him yet either. Uh, do you have any of these champs at all? Oh, I do have two suzerains. Um, I he's gotten definitely nuked me in arena time to time. I know the guy can hit, just no one ever builds him. Um, I feel like he could be fun if we gave him some. He seems to have potential, that's for sure. I used him in a stun set finish faction wars uh, at like level 50 with barely leveled up gear so he, he was helpful uh nice um yeah i think uh, I, I think i've got everyone except for suzerain there uh, i don't have coronar for example uh anyone i think i know deadwood's got two coronars anyone else here have a coronar i wish i have manaya <laughs> oh, i don't have a coronar but i did pull my first uh, kaimar yesterday i was so happy yep. oh so many happy. congrats man thanks man <laughs> I think one of my earliest memories of Prince Kaimar was uh, when Murder Inc. decided to wail out last time. It was a 10 times for Kaimar. Um, I, I, I cancelled my stream and he just kept on wailing out. He just he just kept on going and going and going. And everyone's stream just stopped and everyone just went on to Murder Inc. stream and just watched the kid just just wail out and it was i don't think he got him in the end and i was sitting there with with my kaimar thinking how lucky was i and um but yeah i mean kaimar is just an amazing character um all right so uh we've got ivy who doesn't have a kaimar yet and zuzu that um uh, has bad experiences with kaimars um uh, smiley you got your ka uh you got your kaimar last night where are you going to use him man i know where i used him but what's your plans with kaimar where are you going to put him to use like honestly, I'm still torn because uh, I've already beaten every uh, content in the game as far as PVE goes right. with, uh, with my Renegade, yeah. and like I'm really considering using my Kaimar for Arena, like yeah. especially after seeing Murdering's video. I really, really, uh, I'm really thinking about using for Arena now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean when I, when I got him, um, I think I need, I think I had Renegade in Spider Twenty, and so I just took out Renegade. Uh, I, I I put Kaimar in with with no gear. So he a naked Kaimar into a Spider Twenty and heals farming Spider Twenty for like on those six months, and then and then I got like Gurp Tuck uh, and then he replaced Kaimar and then I could have gear on Kaimar and put Kaimar in Dragon and other areas of the game. But just without gear, this guy is going to shave down so many seconds of your times. Uh, Jedi, you got a Kaimar or what? what? What's happening? Where are you using? 
Kaimar is uh, in the you know top five champions I would love to have on my account. I did pull a bunch of shards for him, but we got right. lucky with Killian instead of Kaimar. So apart from, uh, if it weren't for Smiley getting a Kaimar yesterday, I'm the only one here that's got a Kaimar. Wow. Okay. Wow. See how lucky you are, Smiley. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah you're going to be using him everywhere, man. Doom Tower, speed runs, mate. Sarah, Sears, mate. It's going to be fantastic for you. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Let's yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, how, how many shards did you open up, Zuzu, and not get him? Just I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Smiley, how many shards did you open up to get him? I was about 40 away from my uh, my mercy system. Okay. So I ended up sniping him, and I ended up getting him. I was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. I, I think I opened up uh, 80 for someone yesterday. Uh, for Cormath, I opened up 86 for Cormath, and on the 40th or 50th one, we, we got him as Kaimar, which was insane. But that's the only one we got yesterday. So congrats to everyone that managed to get a Kaimar. He's definitely uh, the pick of the crop of this 10 times, I would imagine. And uh, he should be really changing your game and, and really helping out with uh, your times. So so many congrats on everyone for that. That's, that's, that's awesome stuff. Um Guys, we've got lots of talking about arena going on at the moment. Um, I mean, so maybe we can talk about it a little bit later on in the podcast as well. But yeah, there's lots of people talking about arena. And newer players are struggling. Um, older, like later players are kind of content in farming in gold four. Um, platinum seems to be as fair as it's ever been at the moment. Um, but uh, we've all been new players at different points in the game. But it just seems like for the newer players, it's just the biggest brick wall for them to get through um and uh, zuzu i mean take back to when you first started arena what was it like and and it's kind of different now right yeah i mean definitely different back when i played arena it really wasn't difficult to progress through it it didn't seem anything out of the ordinary back in the day right. um it definitely wasn't like it is now for new players um so I, you know, I definitely feel for them. I mean, it was just like normal progression back then. You just kind of just, you know, you came against people that were slightly difficult, you know, more difficult than you, and then people that were slightly less difficult, like you would normally find in any other game. Um, but now it's just like you're you're totally inundated with all these teams that just seem like where are these, you know, where are these teams coming from and kind of just want to throw your hands up. I talk to people all the time who are in bronze or silver or maybe even in lower gold tiers that are just almost in quote unquote tears just because they're so frustrated now because we're back in the same boat, if not worse than we were before the, the bot teams quote unquote came into the arena and now have gone. So mm. yeah, man, it's, it's a rough time right now. Once again, uh, I mean, there are so many people that were asking for bots to be removed and now they are removed and there's quite a few people like, Oh, maybe it was better with bots, but it, it, <laughs> it, it's, it's be careful what you wish for sort of thing. But, but I mean, Ivy, it's, it's just an awkward position for everyone. Like arena has just never been that, that, I don't know, that balance for everyone. It's always had its issues, but what's your thoughts on arena? Lots of new players are struggling at the moment. Yeah, I think, um, I, a while back, I tried to do a free-to-play account, um, and I think Arena was the reason I stopped because I was like, I'm just never going to get to where I need to get to progress in these Arbiter missions. I'm just, unless I mean, it's so much grinding. Free-to-play is hard. There's a yeah. reason I definitely am not free-to-play. I just I can't. It's it's too much. It's too much. It takes way too long. Um, so I could definitely see low spender free-to-play people struggling. Um, I mean, currently I'm doing fine with my team now, but I've also been playing for two years, so I have a solid Arena team. But I can't, I can't imagine starting again. I'm trying to get up. 
I, I, I tried I, I, with the Affinity Cup. We had to start again, and we, I've had to start again numerous times. I just, nope, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm I always stop, yeah. yeah. Just, I, mate, I don't know how Cold Brew or, or, or anyone does free, like Mace or, or BG, I don't know how they do free to play. It's just, uh, when you get to a point, uh, it's fine, but just it's that initial start which is always rather annoying me for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, MTG. I mean, talk to us about Arena, mate. I mean, like I said, lots of people are really kind of struggling. Is there an answer in sight? Are we going to have to wait another six months before they put bots in, or do they have another solution? Or what's your thoughts on Arena, man? It's just kind of crazy and all over the place at the moment. Oh yeah, I definitely have some thoughts here, and and this is a topic we discuss fairly regularly on my stream. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, it's definitely on the hearts and minds of the people. You know, people are always asking me these kind of questions and stuff. But but here's the thing. Why do we expect the arena to be easy? Right. Because I think that that's like a misconception. I, I think we're caught up here because some people have had an easy time in the arena. I will tell you, a year ago when I started, I didn't have an easy time in the arena. I did not think it was easy coming up through um, through the ranks. Um, I So I think there's like a couple different aspects here that we need to touch on. So number one, the Arbiter missions make it seem like everyone deserves, needs, and should push for being in gold four. Yep. But gold four is, you know, basically end game content, if you want to call it that, right? Like, you're that's the top of the arena, with the exception of platinum. And platinum is unachievable for the majority of players, and myself included. Um, so I, I think that the fact that Polarium included these milestones in arena in the Arbiter mission misleads people to think that arena should be easy i personally do not think the arena should be easy and i think that the 3v3 arena is a better um like a better idea of what tier you should actually be in yeah you know so if you match up your 3v3 tier to your um your normal arena tier if they're the same, then that's probably where you should be. If they're not the same, then maybe you shouldn't be up that high. I'm not opposed to a very competitive arena. I just think we need to make some changes because if Polarium wants everyone in gold four, then yeah, then it's too hard. But if they want it to be competitive, then they need to change the missions. Like we can't have it both ways. Yeah. We have two conflicting things in the same spot, and they directly contradict each other. And then the second issue there is that's the only way to get medals for your Great Hall. So right. everybody needs to be doing their arena medals. I actually think that the Great Hall medals is the most important resource in the game. More important than gems, energy, silver, anything else. Yep. Even more important than the champions on your account. Because if your great hall is filled out, then your whatever champions you go to use will be better on your account than someone else's if your great hall is better. Right. So I think there should probably be more ways to get medals for your great hall than just the normal classic arena. But we're at a state where we have these two conflicting ideas in the same spot. 
And I think the solution is to just change the Arbiter missions. Yep. If we just change the Arbiter missions, then everybody can be competitive. I think it would also help to put tiers in Platinum, Platinum 1 through 4, and that would spread the player base out a bit more in terms of where we're at with the total number of players. So I think there's a lot going on there, and hopefully Polarium's going to address it. I I agree with with that, right? I just don't think they want that. I don't think they want tears and platinum. They want that bottleneck. They want thousands of people vying for three hundred spots, right? That they want that competition, and uh, you know, and, and that I I think it's going to be really tough when we're going to have tears and platinum. However much I agree with you for sure, um, but I don't think it's like I I, I agree that some people think that arena should be easy like they're they're like almost entitled to get their shield on this is it's like the first time you do minotaur right before you could buy the gems for your scrolls you everyone had to grind minotaur everyone has to kind of go through um their story in arena um and try and get out of it however they can it is a long process it shouldn't be a walk in the park but i think there are times where it's just somewhat um uneven in terms of like all these gold teams in bronze and silver like and maybe there should be some kind of like power cap for your team in in, in these areas I, I i don't know it's just it seems we've always had problems with arena uh, and you we've been playing this game for years now and it's, it's a vicious cycle um we'll we'll talk about it as a community for three months and then it'll die down for a three to six months then it'll come back again uh it it just needs to be sorted once and for all and um and so it's it's kind of it works for everyone right but i don't know zuzu talk to me arena or if i I missed someone out have i talked to zuzu already my bad who else was got in pity on arena my fault oh that's me Go on, Smiley. Sorry, my bad, mate. I, I lost track as to who I'd asked and who I hadn't. First <clears throat> yeah, time no ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I mean, honestly, I, I don't have too much more to add to what MDG Jedi said because he pretty much took everything out of my mouth that I also wanted to say. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, the tier, the tier would help, but it's, it's you kind of made a good point too about that. But I think changing the Arbiter mission would definitely be the best way to go about it because, like, how do you find the middle ground to this? It's really, really a touchy... Um, definitely touchy subject, I guess, but I, I just don't know how you find that middle ground. I think changing the Arbiter mission might be the easiest way to fix it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they're going to go through with it. Yeah, well, they, they did say that they're looking at uh, solutions, and it is one of their things that they're looking at, so um, it's in development, I suppose. They'll let us know. Um, so, fair play. I mean, uh, Ivy, I mean, what was your experience with Arena starting out and, and where it is now, and do you hear from your community the same things that we're talking about? Yeah, definitely, people. Uh, but I, I think same thing. What everything MTG said is pretty much exactly how I would feel as well. Yeah. Um, like completely. Um, nice. Okay, and um, yeah, I, I think we, we've got more Arbiter missions coming out. I think they're mainly going to be based around three v three and faction wars and, and a couple of other things like some of the like in Doom Tower, some of the newer content, um, and. Yeah, let's just hope that that's as balanced and as fun as the Arbiter missions were, to be fair. Because I think uh, after, all, after all the bugs and whatever, I think the Arbiter missions were really good fun for a lot of people. Uh, so hopefully they can get that right. Um, so, I mean, also we've got Faction Wars um, coming out. I mean, well, we've got the, the new Faction, uh, Shadowkin, are out right now. Um, we've got, what, 12? Uh, you all know from last week I was rather disappointed that we only got 12 characters in the Faction. But it is what it is. But people are worried now. 
about when this is going to turn into a Faction Wars crypt, guys, right? So, um, they, they've said, Plarium have said that they're going to drip feed characters, uh, like, similar to what they have done for the Dwarves. Uh, if you look at the Dwarves, it's only just started to be filled out over the last three to six months, right? Um, but when this faction does get released in Faction Wars, it's going to be really tough, like, to, to have all these chances to be able to do it. So, what does everyone think? Like, you know, I think someone said it's a ticking time bomb for newer players to try and get a Faction Wars done now or before this comes up. But what's everyone else's thoughts? So, Ivy, kick us off. What do you think? Um, based on how many they had indoors when they started, which really wasn't a lot, to be fair, I'm, yeah. I'm, I actually wouldn't be surprised if the next round of champion drops, they'd release it because they have, they have three legendaries already. They add yeah. in four or five more epics, four or five more rares, and there's plenty of people compared to the dwarves for a faction crypt, I think, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I, d I definitely am glad I got my Lydia ahead of time, but... Right, yeah, you would be wiping the sweat from your brow because, you know, that's a pretty yeah, close call. Yeah, and there's a lot of people like that that are really worried about getting their Lydia, right? They don't know how long they have. Is it three months? Is it six months? Um, like, So they're really worried. But And when that does come out, it's going to be... It's going to add a lot of time for them to get Lydia to get enough Shadowkin champions to make it even feasible, right? So lots of people are in your in, in the same boat as you. Ivy, no? Oh, yes. Yeah, just... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and so, uh, Zuzu, uh, same sort of deal, man. Um, we've got all these champs that are coming out thick and fast. We've had more champs come out over the last three or four months than we've ever kind of had before. Uh, that train isn't stopping anytime soon. Um, yeah, what do you think, man? Well, I, I do I do want to touch on the whole fact, the new faction uh, going into the, the faction crypt. I would like to see them actually delay incorporating them into the Lydia reward. I would like them to put Lydia in the line right before that faction so that people would still redeem the Lydia as long as they finished all the other factions except for Shadowkin yep. in that line of rewards yep. so that then then they're able to still get that and then, then if they haven't finished Shadowkin, that wouldn't be incorporated right away maybe mm -hmm. to give them people some time that are close um, I'm hoping Plarium would maybe possibly incorporate that as an option. I don't, you know, obviously, would Plarium care or not? Probably not. But hopefully that's something that they maybe would consider. Um, as far as the new a lot of new champions coming out, um, as long as they continue to put out champions, I mean, because this is a sore subject for me. People in my channel know that I love to rant at Plarium, even though they don't listen, yep. about the, 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 the factions and how unbalanced they are, even though Plarium tries to say that they're always looking into keeping the factions balanced. Yep. You guys know when you're looking at Undead or you're looking at, you know, at any other of those big factions, those those yeah. top-tier factions, and you look at Dwarves or you look at Skinwalkers, you guys know these are not quote-unquote balanced. Right. Um, as long as they keep bringing out new champions for these factions that actually need them, I'm, I'm okay with it. But just, you know, don't keep throwing champions in the undead that we don't need or or, or into, into, you know, high elves or whatever. Give us champions in the factions that we need. I'm good with it. You know, yeah. otherwise, keep them. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't say it better myself, mate. Um, and, and Smiley, I mean, when did you do um, a Lydia for Faction Wars? And, you know, are you hearing from your community that they're worried about getting their Lydia in time as well? And what do you think? When do you think the Shadowkin is going to be uh, released in Faction Wars Crips? 
I got my Lydia about five months ago, so nice. about two months ago before I started streaming. Yeah, it's really close to when they uh, nerfed the faction wars. Like that's when I, I think that's when I finished my last two or three factions that I had left. Yeah, and yeah, like nobody has really mentioned it in my community too much. Um, but I, yeah, I, just like Zuzu said, if they can add it up in the timeline where they could have the Lydia there, right, right when you finish those other factions, and then right before you get to this faction, if they could have it done something like that, um, I think that would be really, really nice to the game too. Because it's really, I feel, I feel really bad for all the new players that start to play the game now or that are, you know, relatively new. It just, this is really tough. It's really tough. Yeah, it's. I mean, dressing on that newer player. I mean, they market for newer players all the time, but it's it's like the newer players are the ones getting hit hardest at the moment with all the all the new content. For example, um, yeah, it's very hard for new players to enjoy the Doom Tower, which is you know, it's more end game, which is great, which is what we've been crying for or, or asking for. Um, but yeah, with the arena issues with the Lydia uh, in Faction Wars, it's just maybe that. It's just really tough for new players to get a firm grasp of things, and Arbiter is is a big old carrot at the end of the stick, which just seems impossible for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Just... One more thing I wanted to add, though, is um, I we I mean we all know how good Lydia is, but it's like for those that are not able to pull a Draco more for a Venus, you know, like the two that are that have like an automatic defense down AOE weaken. Yeah. You know, unlike Roxanne, that needs like a requirement. Yeah, Lydia was my very first defense down AOE weekend. It was it's just such a big game changer for me. And I'm sure it is for any other account that doesn't have a Venus or a Jake already. Yeah, nice. And uh, I, I just, yeah, I was next next shard pulls, guys. I just hope you get all as many chances as you need. I swear, because um, we all need some chance to get through these days. I swear, it's going to be real tough for a lot of players. So uh, best of luck in your shard pulls. Um, yeah, before we kind of um, we got into the final ten minutes now, uh, MTG Jedi, you, you mentioned that you would like to talk about uh, sort of the Doom Tower. Um, also, we've got a couple of new bosses coming in, and you know, do we know of any of the mechanics of them yet, or the secret rooms and predictions uh, and the rewards? Um, and so just just talk to us what you want to talk about about doom tower man let's go for it yeah no problem i mean i'd be happy to talk about whatever but yeah doom tower has been really on my mind i have a video coming out on monday i just had to get it off my brain um but i think that it's awesome that they're already adding two new bosses i think that everybody needs to be real careful here in the next couple days uh, next week or two before the doom tower rotation Try to hoard your champions a little bit more than usual because we don't know who we're going to need. I assume the two new bosses are going to have new mechanics. And um, I just want to shot call the names of the bosses. I have no idea, but I feel like it's going to be the Crypt Dragon and the Guardian Griffin. So if those are right, you heard my shot call. Um, But I think that the new secret rooms are going to really cause some preparation for us. Um, I'm just, I'm waiting for the rants of rare spirit champions to begin uh, to echo the epic lizard men. So you should really start thinking about that team if you're on the hard doom tower side. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Like this is going to be our first rotation. They are going to get a couple of bosses in, and hopefully they do mix up the the secret rooms a little bit as well. Um, hopefully they've listened to the feedback over the past three months, uh, and they can implement some of these changes. But we'll see. Um, uh, Ivy, I mean, we do have they have the list uh, posted in a lot of the discords about the new secret rooms. I mean, I don't know if you want to spend the time to go over that, but oh, I do have that. that. Send me a link. What was that okay. in uh, announcements? I must have missed it. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'm not that. sure. 
I'm not sure if it was an announcement. Uh, it was uh, Smiley. I'm pretty sure it was you who shared that with me, right? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Somebody sent me the list of um, the hard and normal Doom Tower uh, secret rooms. Did you want me to run over those real quick? Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, sweet. Okay, so on the normal side, the list that I have says rare champions, force champions, attack champions, barbarians, void rares, defense champions, epic champions, epic orcs, epic spirit champions, support champions, void champions, and epic magic champions. Okay. All of those seem perfectly reasonable to me, especially on the normal side. On yeah. the hard side, you're getting some a lot more interesting things, in my opinion. Um, so on the hard side, we have epic champions. We have um, HP champions, which are both fine. Force attack champions which is super interesting. Yep. Rare Spirit Champions is the fourth room, and I think that's going to be the sticking point. Ogren, Epic Void, Magic Support, Epic Defense, Rare Attack Champions again, um, Epic Knight Revenant, and Ugh. then there's supposed to be a secret room with Relic Keeper as a requirement. And then the final one is Rare Magic Champions. The order that I read them in is the proposed order from 1 to 12. Um, but how about Relic Keeper for your secret rooms, guys? What do you think there? Yeah, it's not looking good, mate. No, that's... <laughs> that, that's um, yeah, that's kind of not the wind out of my sails. Do you know how many Relic Keepers I fed in two years? All of them. Yeah, they'll be booked up by now. <laughs> Wait, we, we have to have oh, a team man. of relic keepers? Is that well, what it is? We have to have one so relic keeper in there. Okay. Or whether you just have to have him in your team. The requirements are unknown. The, I mean, Dear. if we're being honest, the data mine yeah. said um, <laughs> something about relic keeper. Interesting. Well, interesting Which, is one word, yeah. I'm excited about that. I know I might be the only one, but I have a secret love in my heart for Relic Keeper. I know you guys don't, and that's okay. Do you know what, mate? I mean, I'm, I'm all for it if they were sticking with permanent fusions, right? But they've gone yeah. down this whole fragmented fusion for all these different champs. And so, and they're kind of trying to take away uh, their eyes away from these permanent fusions. Now, if they were to stuck with permanent fusions, I think it might be more viable. I mean, I haven't, you know, I haven't used a Reddit Keeper in Goners how long. And, you know, some people have kept him great, but, I mean, he hasn't been kept worthy um, for all this time, really. So, now that they're kind of trying to make us to do... I mean, it's not horrible. We can go and do the fusion again. It's just... Um, it's just weird, right? Just... Um, but, mate, it's crazy. Um, mate, what a bombshell to kind of uh, finish off the hour. Thanks, Jedi. Thanks. No problem, man. What, what By the way, gift. just so yeah. just so that he's aware, now it's not a secret... You know, infatuation with it anymore. He told everybody that he loves Relic Keeper now, so it's not right. a secret anymore. <laughs> Public information now, yeah. yes, yeah. and you can all mock the secret. Out. Secret is out. Awesome. Um, all right, let's let's kind of wrap things up. We've got like another couple of minutes though. Um, but Ivy, I mean, you've been doing so much with us uh, over the last few weeks and months. You've been coming on the podcast. You've been doing no more jockeys with, with myself and Stu. Uh, just yeah, from myself, just thank you so very much for everything you're doing. What are you up to this week? Any kind of videos that you're planning on? 
Yeah, I think I'm actually trying to up my YouTube game a little bit and make sure I put out more content. I did I did have some fun shard pulls this uh, well yesterday, so there'll be a max video out. But I'm working on a few other ideas, like I'm working on solo tyrant that I'm almost got there, but maybe a tyrant duo for spider kind of video with right. miscreated monster. Some showing some fun, unique ideas like that. Like showcasing Vergus solo, like I've already done. Just kind of trying to do some of that, or maybe showcasing some of my favorite underrated champs, like, like I always talk about Loria, for example. Right. Um, but things are going That's really well plans. for you on, on YouTube as well, right? You, you're getting close to the watch hours needed. Um, yeah, I'm close to the watch yeah. hours, and I'm also at over ten thousand views a week. So I'm already way past for the raid content um, tier two requirement if I do nice. get approved. Yeah. So hoping, hoping that that can keep continuing. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. Uh, guys, uh, this has been Ivy League Gaming. Her link will be in the description on the YouTube down below. Make sure you go check her out and make sure she gets into YouTube partner, right? YouTube affiliate. So, uh, GG, Ivy, thanks a lot for everything you've done over the past few weeks and months. It's been great to have you on. And thanks for being here again today. Um, and, and Zuzu, my man, uh, thanks again for being here, mate. Hope you enjoyed yourself this hour. Uh, what are you up to apart from working your ass off, my friend? Well, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. You know, always, always love spending time with you. And, and congratulations once again on one year of amazing podcasts. Um, just, just like you know, this this coming week and this coming this coming month, we're just going to be working our ass off continually. But we also are going to make a change uh, with the stream schedule. Yeah. We're not streaming Sundays anymore. We'll be streaming Thursdays now. So it'll be yeah. it'll be Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday now for the stream nice. schedule. So, um, but yeah, man, we'll just keep, we'll just keep pumping it out like we, we always do and, and do the best we can. You know how, how it goes. Uh, the bread boy says, Zuzu has a sexy voice. Why do you think we've kept him on for two years? Like, honestly, he's, <laughs> that, that's what he does. That's why he's here. But yeah, thanks a lot, man. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Always making me laugh. It's, it's a GG, man. Um, and Smiley, thanks again for being here this week, mate. I hope you've, uh, I, I hope you enjoyed being on two weeks in a row. I'm just grateful that you turned up for, for my one year anniversary for the podcast. It's great to have you on. What are you up to this week, man? Things are going really well for you on Twitch and YouTube at the moment. Yeah, we're really uh, close to a thousand followers on Twitch and really close to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, I'm way past the watch hours on YouTube, but yeah, we're really close and I'm just going to be grinding the YouTube video uploads. Like, honestly, I, I haven't been uploading as much variety as I would like to because I, I just, it's just a lack of time. Yeah. So I'm just like, most of my uploads have been most uh, just like, like shard pull videos, which yeah. is not like really something I want to just, you know, make my content based off of. So hopefully I'll have more time to upload other things. But yeah, once again, man, happy, uh, uh, yeah, happy anniversary to you and congrats. Uh, really awesome, awesome job. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. It's great to have uh, so many people involved uh, week on and week out. It is great. So thanks a lot for being here. Guys, again, Smiley's link is going to be in the description down below. Make sure you go and hit him up with a follow and a subscribe on Twitch and YouTube. That would be awesome. And uh, by last but by no means least, we've got MTG Jedi. Mate, always a pleasure to come on. You've helped out behind the scenes uh, for so many weeks and months before you started content creating. And then content creating is, is something that you started out and it's going really well for you, mate. And I'm just, I'm really happy happy that you, you you stuck around for as long as you have so just thanks for everything you've done man and thanks for being here this week oh my pleasure man you know i love being on this podcast you can message me anytime if i can make it work on my schedule i'll be here thank you so much for having me smiley and i are so close to our thousand subscribers on youtube guys so if there's any way you can help us out there that would be <laughs> so so great and number two, maybe we just need a challenge in order to get those subs. 
So if you're up for it, Smiley, I challenge you to a race to 1,000 subs. And uh, maybe we could buy shards on some on each other's accounts or something for, for the winner or something like that. So if you are interested in that, challenge issued. Ooh, I like it. Uh, what, how many subs are you on right now, Jedi? Uh, just a couple shy of 900. I want to say 898. And how many do you have right now, Smiley? 767. How about... Um, well... Um... I was going to say how we do a get crunch or something. We'll figure it out. I, I reckon Smiley you should you should accept the challenge and we can make something happen. huh? Race to a yeah. thousand. Sounds good. <laughs> right. Race to a thousand. Okay. So the links are all going to be in the YouTube down the below. Make sure you go to the YouTube's race to a thousand. We'll try and get a challenge or something to happen to celebrate. You can go over a thousand. That'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, make sure you get them in. Right, guys, we are already into the second hour. I've got to say thank you so very much for jumping on in. Uh, please uh, jump on out whenever you can. We'll get the next cross. But you guys have been amazing. I'll be in touch again soon. All links will be in the description below. And yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be in touch real soon, guys. Right. But thank you for being here. It's been awesome. Thanks again, Saffron, man. Cheers, guys.